Good afternoon, everyone. LightningESL.com. I'm also available on Instagram at LightningESL.53. Story. Who's watching who? You might say to yourself, when you walk along the street, are there people watching you? Is there cameras watching you? Good question. Years ago, I worked as a courier, which means delivering packages throughout the city of Toronto. And in that case, I was using my own car. I had a radio in my car to contact the dispatcher. You must go here, you must go there, and so on. It was a full-time job. In other words, I worked Monday to Friday. This is long ago before I did teaching. And I was paid per delivery. I was paid per time, and so on. One particular delivery, I delivered in the east end of Toronto, in the, I guess you could say, Islington and Steeles area of Toronto, if you know the Toronto area at all. But summertime, and in those days, this is long before cell phones, you had to use your radio, which I had in the car, or a regular telephone booth. A telephone booth, that's right. A booth with a telephone, and used dimes and nickels and quarters to use to use of the telephone. So this one particular incident, it was about 12 noon in the afternoon, and I had to call something. I can't remember where. I couldn't use the regular radio in my car. I had to use a regular telephone. So the dispatcher told me, go to the nearby telephone and use that to call something. Okay. So I pulled up my car, stopped my car, put it in the park, go outside. There's a phone booth in a plaza. I walked over to the, pla the phone booth, and the phone booth was an industrial area, and it was basically between some fix-up shops, fixing car here, fixing car over there, that kind of thing. It was on a street, and there was a phone booth. I went to the phone booth. Now, inside phone booths years ago, for those who are not familiar, they had the Yellow Pages book and a regular phone book in there. A phone book of A to Z with people and a Yellow Pages book, which gives you a name of different categories. Let's say you're looking for a plumber. Look under plumber, electrician, or whatever. So, as I said, I walked into this phone booth. What did I see? A brown type of wallet sitting on a little tiny stand where the phone booth had its telephone hanging down. I see a wallet made out of leather. I opened the wallet and I said, Sergeant McClanahan, RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I said, wow, look at this. And it was like a diary. It wasn't just a identification badge inside. It was a diary in the sense that there were pages and pages, about 50 pages. And more than half these pages had written work on it. It was writing. It had names, dates, addresses of people in the Toronto area, I started looking through it, like, like a history book in a sense. What is this? What is this? It was a surveillance, or people, a police watching over something going on in the area. It gave name, address, and phone number of different people. I mentioned this before. Directions of this is went this, he went there, and she went there, his conversation, her conversation, and so on. It went on and on and on, pages and pages. I was in that phone booth about, I don't know, 10 minutes. Before I decided, well, I'm going to be honest, and I'll call the phone number of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police office on the back of the form that said Sergeant McClanahan. Like, and everybody has their own wallet right now and has your birth certificate in there, has your driver license in plastic, and so on. This particular wallet folded over with a snap to it. So this was like a diary, like I mentioned. So I contacted the RCMP office. Hello, RCMP. They said, can I help? Yes, this is uh, Brian calling. I have in my possession a Sergeant McClanahan's book. And the officer on the other end of the phone said, what do you mean book? I said, I think I have his, his uh, surveillance notes. 
and the officer said on the phone, surveillance notes. I go, yeah. I have the name of the Sergeant McClanahan. I have his ID badge. I have his notes of A, B, C, D, and so on. He said, don't move on the phone to me. Don't move. Sergeant McClanahan obviously dropped it off by accident. He'll see you soon. And the officer on the phone said, don't move. And I hung up. Within two minutes, I'm not kidding, within two minutes, a convertible car pulls up, top down, two drivers, two people in the car. One gets out of the car. Are you Mr. Little? I said, yes. This is Sergeant McClanahan. I go, really? Prove it. So he showed me another type of ID he had in his hand. I gave him his wallet. I said, I think this is yours. So I gave it to him. I think you might need this. And he said, thank you, thank you, thank you very many times. And I said, well, obviously, this is a very, very important part of documents, isn't it? You might be watching over something in the area. It's a good thing I'm an honest person. So that whole exchange took maybe five minutes, seven minutes. He said, thank you many times. And his other person in the car with him said, thank you, me as well, all the time. We shook hands, and he left. And I'm saying to myself, I wouldn't be surprised by the time I talked to the dispatcher on the phone at the Royal Canadian Mounted Police to the time Mr. McClanahan, Sergeant McClanahan, pulled up in his convertible. I wouldn't be surprised if the dispatcher looked on his computer under Mr. Little, and that's me, and said it's any criminal record, any problem with Mr. Little, my background probably displayed on a computer screen back at head office at the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Yeah. So the whole exchange between calling in and the officer showing up was less than 10 minutes. So obviously, Sergeant McClanahan was in the area doing some work for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And that's how fast this whole exchange took place. So that's why I say to you, you never know who's watching who. Were they watching me? Were they watching the area? Who knows? The fact of the matter is, I found this officer's notes, which can be very, very damaging. You have to understand, in the notes, I noticed a red part, like I mentioned, it had drug shipments coming to the city by the airport as well as coming into the city by way of rail train, as well as transport truck. So obviously this particular book was very, very damaging to a lot of evil people. And being a nice person, like I am an honest, I handed it back to him. It's not my concern, it's the government concern. That's why we have the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. For those who don't know, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police is one of the oldest police foundation companies in the world. It is recognized around the world. And of course, in this day and age, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police works with the FBI or so in the United States and other countries like Interpol, MI6, and so on. They all work together by computers now. So again, you never know who is watching who. Thank you very much for your time. Bye-bye.